This episode of the Twin City Tone Podcast is brought to you by the following. Is it time to sell your home and upgrade to a new one? If so, call the only agent the Twin City Tone Podcast trusts. Tim Sheets of Remax Results has been serving the Twin Cities for the past decade. Give him a call at 651-578-2277. That's 651-578-2277. Or find him at SheetsSells.com. That's Sheets with a Z. Ill clothing. Are you an artist looking to brand yourself? Or maybe you have a brand and want to expand your network? If so, come down to Ill Clothing, home of Ill Cartel Music. Your one-stop shop for music videos, photo shoots, flyers, graphic design, and all your recording needs. Maybe you're looking to rent out a spot for your video shoot, listening party, or other private event. Come check us out at Ill. 522 North Concord, South St. Paul. For more info, call 651-734-5847. Now affiliated with Long Doe and Cherry Sky Studio. Ill gang, ill lifestyle, ill everything. Yo, well, let's get this started. What are you going to talk about? I'm talking about sampling records. Now they say about the crazy ones. The most. Hip hop means everything to me. This is my culture. Ha. Crazy man. You're, you're now rocking with the Twin City Tone Podcast. That's what I'm talking about. You know. I'm the king of my city. The Twin City Tone Podcast. Check, check, check. One, two. Is it though? All right here? Is that it? Yeah. It looks like it. We're so in good? here. Okay. Probably leave all that in there too. Episode oh, yeah. 51 of the Twin City Tone Podcast. Welcome back. We are back. Yeah. We're in here. Special guest in the building goes by the name of Tay the Air Nomad. <laughs> yes. Tay, how you doing, man? I'm doing real good. Thank you for having me. Man, happy to have so you, bro. Before we jump in everything, um, where can people follow you? People can follow me on, primarily on Instagram. I don't do anything anywhere else. So you can follow me on Instagram at tay.the.air.nomad. Okay. Tay the Air Nomad. All right, make sure to follow him. Also, if you're listening to this right now and you have not subscribed yet, do please that. Yeah, do that. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Subscribe. Leave us a review. I think we got a five-star rating right now. Let's keep that five-star rating going. Uh, follow me at Twin City Tone on all social media. Wiz, where can I follow you, man? Big Wiz 612. Yeah. Do that. Do that. All right, so yo, Tay the Air Nomad. Yes, sir. Um, First time I ever saw you perform was at... Shut up and rap. The first one. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The first shut up and rap. Early rapper. on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Way back. And um, yo man, I was like, wow, I was impressed, cause you have like a certain vibe, like a certain energy you bring to the stage, and it's like, like I was just telling you out there before we started recording, it's like a breath of fresh air. Yeah, thank you. You know what I mean? Um, it's very uh, unique. You can tell you just do your own thing. You're not trying to ride anybody's wave. You're not trying to be this person or that person. It's just like you are who you are. And I think that's really dope. And that's what's missing in the game today. That's important in the game. Very important. Very important. It is important. Yeah. yeah I, I think about it a lot. And not, not to cut you off. Mm-hmm. But. Uh, now, this is your podcast, man. You talk when you're ready. Yes, you know what I'm saying? Strong on your words. Get it going. Get it out, man. But I, think, I do think about that a lot. And I've been thinking about it. Um, I think ever since I really started falling in love with music, um, and it, I got my, you know, my kind of taste in music mostly from my parents. My dad, like, he just he would play everything. He's really he had a really eclectic taste in music. And my mom, she loved she loved like soulful hip hop yeah. and soulful R and B. So um, this was like 2005, 2006, or whatever. And so she drives uh, me and my little siblings to elementary school, and she's so like every day. She's playing the college dropout, uh, get lifted by John Legend, and Projects. B by Common, um, yeah. which I found out later were all executive produced by Kanye. Right, and um, so Jeez. it was kind of like that, that sound of music kind of in my head, just, and I really was falling in love with just chords and melodies and rhythms and all that stuff, and then just, uh, especially like, you know, certain songs by John Legend, certain songs by Common, Kanye. Uh, there were just a lot of different things they talked about, a lot of life experiences that they would hit. Yeah. <clears throat> and I think that was just in my head early, like John Legend talking about, like, uh, you know, songs about his family, in addition to all, like, the love songs and, and stuff like that, you know, songs about that, songs about, um, you know, growing up. Uh, Kanye, same thing, like, songs about his job, you know what I'm saying, yeah. in common with, you know, right. all these different 
stories of just like you know growing up south side chicago and stuff like that yeah. so that was something that meant a lot to me um just from a young age like elementary school was i love music that's soulful you know that has a good vibe but also you know what i'm saying like hearing different just hearing different things yeah and so when i got older like high school and, just, and started really you know falling in love with like the sounds of hip-hop um and just like those you know these big big uh you know rhythms and and you know bass and just like the the stuff that makes people move yep i do i did i did wish there was more you know it's, it's i don't want to uh put it in a box but it does get homogenous when people figure out what works and they turn it into a formula in terms of their lyrics in terms of you know what i'm saying what they write about right how they compose their music and all that right. stuff so um it's just always been i've just always put a lot of value on being unique yeah and bring it and putting something on the table that's uh that's special in that way you know yeah. and i like that you say that you don't want to put yourself in a box because i'm i'm working with a band right now and that's the main thing we're fighting with is what direction do we want to go in and it's like why do we have to go in any direction let's just do right if you feel like being a rock star one day and do a dope rocking song if you want to do a a dope hip-hop song r&b soul whatever it is man people are gonna still register and they're gonna come to it like the main thing i'm noticing with the people that i'm managing like i said um is the crowd processing what they're seeing sometimes and that's yeah. just because they see them they think oh they're just gonna rap bars and yep. and no it's it there's it's a mix of everything and that's dope like that's important for artists nowadays to not be one dimensional you know what i mean to have yeah. every tool that you can you can pull that out your toolbox man those like are the that. best shows for sure they are i think like i went to i saw amine when he was at the caboose some months ago and you know he's got he's got like caroline you know everybody's just like turning up turning up and jumping around and, and whatever and he's got he's got songs where he's like singing like soft he's got like dance songs right like all this stuff it was just really entertaining mm -hmm. and it never got to the point where you're kind of like you're that like 60 percent through the show and you're like all right you know what i'm saying when we go on you know yeah you know what i'm saying and and sometimes that happens, so I I think that's really cool, and I'm glad that that's being embraced as much as it is now, especially in yeah. hip hop. Yep. Um, and I think it's important now because there's so many artists with the internet era and, and just the SoundCloud era, and you, yeah. can, you know you can literally sit at your desk and record a project. Yeah. Right. I think it's important for people to stand out and not, like you said, put yourself in one box and, and just put all your fucking eggs in one basket. Yep. You know. Yeah. And then on the flip side, like I do understand, you know the. Uh, not the debate, but just like the mix of emotions that people have where hip-hop, you know, has these really firm roots. Right. Um, and, you know, just like the, the, the style and the sound that it originated from in, you know, these different eras and as it grew. And now it's in this place where it's like, you know, Demi Lovato her has the biggest song and it's a trap beat. True. And it has gospel influences. And then you have Lil Uzi Vert, who's just like, doing things that are that you know he's he's like a like an emo band over yeah. like dark trap over crazy. dark trap beats and the you know what i'm saying it's, with, it's nuts yeah and so it is in this place now where it's like where it's just harder to find what it even is anymore i think that's cool i think it's cool too i don't um, too i like being able to look at someone i i take it like i to look at someone to think you know what they're gonna do and then they just blow you away you know yeah. like oh this dude's gonna come up and spit 16s and and, and, and stand around on the stage nah man when you see someone come up and bring that soul out and or like I said transfer into a rock record that shit's just crazy to me I love that shit man yeah yeah, yeah. definitely yo are you born and raised in Minnesota born and raised Milwaukee Wisconsin okay. Milwaukee okay right up, right shout out to Milwaukee. Milwaukee shout, shout out to Milwaukee. Milwaukee man shout out to the 414 shout out to Cream City slept on go yeah. there sometime cool, you know cool what I'm saying let me take you there I'll show you where to go you know what I'm saying like Go go with someone who who knows Milwaukee. You know what I'm saying. They'll take you to the right spots. I know where to get chicken from. I know where you want to spend a Saturday afternoon. I got you. Yeah. Go with me. <laughs> Plan a trip. Fourteen ninety five. Yeah. <laughs> Yo. Um. So when did you move to Minnesota? What age? Moved to Minnesota two years ago. So. Oh, so you've only been here a short time. Short time. Okay. Yeah. Moved to Minnesota for a job. I was working in. I was working in uh, with a nonprofit when I first moved up here. Um, I came here from Cleveland where I was working with like a different branch of the same nonprofit. Yep. Um, it just came up here. Like I like, I moved around a lot as a child. I, I think, uh, from the time I was born to the time I was 19 and I left Milwaukee, we had moved like 
11, 12 times or something like that. And wow. so we just, because uh, after my parents, my parents split when I was in the third grade, when I was eight years old. Okay. So pretty much after that, we're like, we moved every year. Were you living with your mom or your dad? Both of them. So they stayed, they both stayed in Milwaukee. Um, and they were like on good enough terms with each other, yep. which I'm really, really thankful for. Yeah. Uh, where we, you know, we would see them both equally. Yep. Uh, me and my little siblings, uh, my two little sisters. So, um, but we just moved all the time, and I just started to, I started to like it after a while. Just you know, getting a change of environment, doing new things, um, and I, I appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? And so I, I moved from Cleveland. I lived in Cleveland for a year. I was working for the nonprofit. Then I was just like, yeah, I'm, you know, I can move to Minnesota. All right, I'm just gonna move to Minnesota. See what it's all about, you know what I'm saying? I knew a couple people. I knew a couple people up here, um, yeah. some family friends and stuff. So I decided to see what it was all about. Did and, you come uh, for the music or just? I didn't know. Minnesota? I didn't know about the music. That's no? the crazy thing. I didn't know anything about the music. Wow, um, that's dope, man. I I had just asked came to check Minnesota out and live just to check it out. And what's crazy was um, I wasn't making music at all in Cleveland. I you know I started. Um, making music when I was like 12. I started playing the guitar, learning how to play the guitar. Um, and then started making beats when I was 15 and like started trying to rap when I was 16 and making songs when I was 17, all that stuff. But then I was living in Cleveland. This was three years ago. I wasn't making music, period. Um, I had like put out an album right before I moved to Cleveland and like I got good reception from it and stuff. And um, someone recognized me on the street in Cleveland? In Milwaukee. In Milwaukee, okay. Right before I moved, after I put out this album, and they were like, hey, are you, aren't you so-and-so? I had a different name back then. And what was the name back then? Ah, uh, we, uh, we can't. <laughs> uh, that's, okay. I got a non-disclosure agreement aye, on aye. that. But, uh, <laughs> but um, someone recognized me on the street? Bro, that tripped me out. I was, I was like, okay, you need to... I, you know, I was, I was cool in the moment. I was like, yeah, yeah, thank you, appreciate it. But I was like, I don't want people knowing who I am. That's weird. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I just love music. I just wanted to make music and, you know, have people listen to it. Um, some people are totally opposite. That's all they do it for is props yeah. and, and recognition. It's crazy. I feel that. Um, and so getting recognized, that freaked me out. Um, and so I, and I was just kind of like, I was in a musical rut. I was in a creative rut. And so I went to Cleveland. I wasn't making music at all. Um, came up here just to, just to come up here and get a change of scenery. And uh, my... One of my friends, one of my good friends from high school, um, is Ness Knight. You guys okay. know Ness Knight? Yep. Yep. Yeah. So she was she was up here at the time. She was making music, and I saw that she was like, you know, she was getting a little bit of buzz, and I was like, so must there's something going on up there. Yeah. And so she on her SoundCloud would repost all these, you know, different different musicians, and I would always listen to them. And so I got up here, and I realized that like all these people that I say to my SoundCloud, I was like, this person's dope, this song is dope, blah, blah, blah. People like, you know what I'm saying, like, I had Jay Plaza songs on there, I had Allen Kingdom songs, yeah. um, Drelly I had on there. Yeah. And then I come up here and I realize that these people are from here. Yeah. And they're making ma and they're making music and I was like, oh, hold on. So, it's the home of Prince, man. We yeah. got it. Yeah. Deeply rooted over here. Yeah, no. <laughs> I didn't know anything about the music scene over here at all. Or, dope, the, though, or just the, yeah. the art scene, period. Very artistic. Yeah. yeah. You know, reason but um, Winter, the winters do it to us man <laughs> you gotta, you gotta Milwaukee, you, you're used to that yeah, you it, gets, that. it yeah. gets cold as people snow. don't do anything in Milwaukee though when it, when it gets cold they just stay in, they just play 2k <laughs> or they I, I think we produced a couple good basketball players people play basketball in the, in the winter right. in Milwaukee but like that's 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 it yeah. um, so that was really cool coming up here and just seeing the the creative scene and um, so I started going to events and started just seeing what people were doing and uh, I was really surprised. I was really impressed by the, first of all, the amount of local people making music, yeah. period. It's a lot of people making music. Yeah. And just, you know, the, um, I just felt like there's a lot of, well, I felt like there were, you know, like a dozen or a couple dozen people that I was just like, this person is really, really dope. Yeah. Like I would listen to, I would listen to this person's music. I felt like if they, if they were all of a sudden to catch catch the the opportunity mm -hmm. to go to the next level i feel like they would just they'd be ready for it you yeah. know what i'm saying and people would gravitate to it all that stuff so um i was inspired by that yeah. and then seeing the uniqueness seeing just how many people were doing it and then just like 
how the support network of artists like supporting other artists yep. that's what I really thought was cool so it inspired me to start making music again and I was just I was just playing around with stuff um, and uh, this was you know this first year that I had moved up here and um, after about a year this this was May I was like I was feeling like I really you know I've been playing around with music again was just messing around and I was like I, I forgot how much I love music and I've grown a lot as a musician even taking time away from it and I was like should I really like should I really try to make some great music or you know like whatever should I just focus on other stuff and um, I saw on Twitter that uh, it was Augie 5000 yeah so I never, I never met at that point and he was saying like yo we got something coming up for local artists we want to do something for local artists um, just like stay tuned and so eventually he announces we're doing this thing called Shut Up and Rap yeah and um, I didn't have any songs out at this point you had to have you had to submit a song to get into it yeah and uh, and I was like you yeah, know whatever let me just let me just take the opportunity and um, and just you know let me let me submit a song see if they select me you know what I'm saying just and if not I'll just go see what it's about anyway and just and just check it out and so I submitted a song. I like I put a song out. It was an old song um, that I made when I had a different name and all this stuff. It was the first song uh, that I really made. It was called Into the Mind, and that's like the first song, the oldest song on like my streaming, my Spotify, and all that stuff. And it's actually like still my most popular song, which is crazy to me because I don't even like it's old. Yeah, I don't even like it anymore. You know what I'm saying? But um, yeah. but I just I put that out and. I submitted it and then I'm looking at the submission like the hashtag for the submissions and I'm like it's like a hundred whatever some songs over here you know what I'm saying like I was like I'm not gonna speak negative about it I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna get picked but I'm like this is a lot of submissions you yeah, know what right, I'm saying right. um, and then uh, Augie DM'd me he was like you're in and I'm like bruh I'm in the you know what I'm saying I'm okay that's cool yeah and so the first shut up and rap happens and I was like and it was it was cool, man. It was a vibe. Um, who was in that one? I know, like I I think Vessel was in the first one. Okay. Um, damn, I can't even remember. I think I think me and I just remember me and Vessel after that shut up and rap. Um, that was like my first time performing one of my original songs on stage. It felt really natural, which yeah. was dope, and people were vibing, which was dope. And um, were you nervous at all? I, I I had the butterflies. Yeah. It's a sure. good thing sometimes, though. Yeah, it's a good thing. Like, I feel I the pressure. Get yeah, when you get them. Yeah, when you feel the pressure, you, you know, you want to yeah. perform. Yeah, right? definitely. You know what I'm saying? And, and I definitely wanted to. And so, and then when people are vibing with you, that's like, let's go. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Then the, the excitement just builds. Um, but I remember uh, getting good feedback from the judges. Yeah. Um, I remember Dem Atlas, he was like, you need to work on your singing voice. I was like, okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, um, but they said I was dope, which was cool. And then me and Vessel had to go head to head at the end, and like uh, they put on a beat, and we had to freestyle or whatever, and they ended up, you know, giving me the the W that night. Yeah, let's and, give a uh, round of applause to the first shut up and rap gets a W. Yeah, yeah, word. Just from coming here, not knowing about the music scene, that's a dope story so far. But okay, I didn't mean to cut you off. <laughs> and that was and that was a really that was a really dope moment. It was like okay, oh, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like I know I love I know I love making music. And now I've just seen that a bunch of people that I don't even, that I don't know. Fuck with it. Are rocking with it, including, yeah. you know, three established, a couple established artists. It was Dem Atlas, Muzan Messiah, and DJ Fundo. Yeah. And All so established, like, yeah. They, they're established. Yeah. They they rock with it. Um, and uh, Augie and Sophia gave me compliments and stuff. And I'm like, this is, this is cool. You know what I'm saying? Maybe I should uh, just keep it going. And so that, you know what I'm saying, uh, went to the... Shut up and rap finals that season. I was, and then I I lost. I didn't uh, win that one. But it was just, the whole experience was cool from just making music. Um, after that first Shut Up and Rap win, I made more songs. Just, you know, playing around, experimenting and stuff. And, and just trying to see, I don't know, just trying to like reach. Yep. And see, you know, like what I, what I like, what I'm good at, what I do. And how people react to it, and uh, just getting good reactions when I brought different things to the stage yeah. every time, 
and uh, and so even losing the the finals, it was it was a little painful, but it was like people were vibing with me then too. Who'd you lose to? I lost. Who won? Uh, Check Too Fresh. Oh, yeah. I was at the State Fair. That was the State Fair. Shout out Check Too Fresh. Bail killed, money this year. He killed that Last performance, year. bro. That yeah, that he bail money. That yeah, that's a joint right there. Did, that we, is. did we interview and him? He, yep, him and Rob Two Cooper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And he's got multiple like that where it's like. Yep, that's the one. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I really rock with uh, with his sound, but mm-hmm. and uh, and that was the cool that was the cool part is just I was talking to everybody at these set of the raps and just getting to getting to know people and yeah. that's that's the main thing I gathered from these shut up and raps is we've interviewed about five artists now from right am I correct five six artists um yeah J, J so did we do J yeah J so no, yeah. she didn't Jason, she didn't make it that day so she was supposed to but then Kari flows, Kari flows. Oh boy, that check was too fresh, check too fresh, Rob, Rob, and a couple more him. Nerdies coming Nerdies in, coming. and all of them have said the same thing. Like the thing, it's not only just a um, uh, a platform; it's also the radio station that the biggest radio station in the city. So right there, you're able to meet DJs and radio personalities, and then the artists, the up and coming artists, and then the judges are usually, like you said, established DJ artists. It's a great networking opportunity, and for someone to take advantage of it, like it sounds like you have. Yeah, I mean that's for you up and coming artists. Listen to these podcasts. This is a way in, mm-hmm. like it definitely is. I mean to rap at the, to rap in front of the radio station, in front of established artists, and then go to the state fair. I mean that's big for for someone that's trying to reach something and, and build and create a career. Now, not only that, but uh, yeah. sound set man. I mean, yeah. you, rock, you rock sound set this year. We were at sound set. This yeah. is what I'm saying. That's on your resume. This, we were at sound set. So we just were. for you up and coming artists, my man right here is giving you jewels on how to start your career if you haven't a yeah. question. For you all know? you bitter artists out there bitter that complain that, all the time. That say that like, you don't get love. Well, submit something. Yeah. That, and that's the thing is I was, I had the it's mentality. Though. Seriously. Yeah. Because, I, because I came in, I was like, I don't know anybody. Yep. Nobody knows me. So I have to take it upon myself. To, to go to them, yeah, you know what I'm saying, and talk to them and initiate with them, and I think because of that, like I did build, you know, relationships because of it. Um, you here now? And I, yeah, and yeah, I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> and uh, that's dope, man. And it was never, it was never about like, you know, I, I'm gonna show people what I do, and they're, you know, I need, and they're gonna rock with me or show me love, or they're not, or whatever. It's just like let me go, let me meet, you know, what I'm saying, the artists, let me meet the DJs, let me meet the judges. Let me meet, you know, the every. Let, let me just meet everybody and see what's going on. Yeah, and I mean that's that goes a long way too. It does. I just, I just think that's a good way to live. Being personal is very important out here too. You know, people could sit on the internet and post shit all the time, but actually showing up face to face interaction gets you a lot further. Yeah. Yeah. I'm from both schools, so I started in the old school where you had to face to face flyers. You had yeah. to show up to other people's shit to get the word out. Now you can literally sit at home on a computer and do it all from online. But I feel both. Out of both, I feel face-to-face works the best. If you can get out here and you're able to get in these events and get in people's faces, that's important. It sounds like you're, like, mastering that, man. Yeah. That's dope, man. I mean, yeah, I'm trying. You know what I'm saying? And it's, you know, with uh, my the way my schedule became as the months went on, it was like it was harder for me to go to events and right. um, to keep going to, to shut up and raps and stuff like that. And I, I missed I missed that was you know not just going to it but just seeing who's there right talking to, i don't always feel like talking to people you know what i'm saying like i'm a hardcore introvert yeah. um i just like being in my own space or whatever but but it's i mean that's where the real reward is is you know just seeing just being able to make acquaintances make friends yeah see what's going on and, and you know just be able to contribute to the community that way yeah yeah you know it ain't sway in the morning over here but don't take it lightly bro we don't just interview Anybody, we interview right. people that are moving, buzzing, doing their thing. Talents, right? We're, it's very much creative control over here. So you're in in that 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 pool of dope artists yeah. out here, and, and that, that we respect. For sure. And for so sure. just you know, the Twin City Tone Podcast is definitely uh, c- quality control over here. That's right. Thank you. Thank you. That's right. That's right. I'm, I'm glad to be uh, episode 51. You know mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Well, say I was gonna say, man, we're, we're kind of like family because I saw you at the Go Show and you dated yeah. my cousin. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't know she He's was dating my cousin. All right. Yeah. I, I'm I'm dating Twin City Tone's cousin. Yeah. Shayna McCoy. Yeah. Um, we we met through a mutual friend, and I saw you know I saw her work and stuff like that, and we yeah. just she's dope. She she's the dopest. Yeah. She's the coolest. And the thing I really love is uh, just the fact that she's an artist. Mm-hmm. Just she gets it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people in your life as an artist who don't get it. Mm-hmm. Right. 
don't understand why you take it so seriously, why you love it so much, why you work so hard. Right. When you're not, even if you're not trying to accomplish anything, mm -hmm. she just understands the passion. Yeah. Um, and she's and she's given me so much. Uh, she's like she shot most of my videos. Oh really? You know, saying off know the phone and stuff though. like that. And she's she's been to like most. She's been to all my shows that she can make and stuff like that. She's um, yeah, she's the best. And, and that that's important to have someone that understands. The man. support is so is so important. It's so underrated because yeah. some relationships when they don't see money coming in. Yep. It's not always about money. It's about progress, right? And steps, and, and and being a creative. You know what it takes. I mean, we'll go. I'll go eating ramen noodles and, and and barely getting by to pay for shit in studio sessions. Like being a creative, it's not about the money at now. It's about the ultimate. You know, the big picture. The big picture, yeah. right? Right. Oftentimes, people can't see. They that, don't see so. that. Yeah. It's tough. And the thing that's the thing that's really cool is. Um, I mean, we can you know like like we said like I've had opportunities to play a sound set. Um, because I won season two of Shut Up and Rap, I got to open for Run the Jewels at Ghost Snow Show and stuff like that. Oh, so that's, that's right. right. That's and right. So I forgot about that. Yeah. That's right. That's okay. huge, bro. And I've had these cool opportunities. And, uh, shout out to Go Radio again. Shout out to Go Radio. Go man. Radio. Shout out to Go 95.3. Uh -huh. The whole staff over there. Everyone's yeah. solid over there. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I get these cool opportunities, and she's like, that. she's like, that's cool. I'm happy for you. But the thing that she always says is, she's like, I love how passionate you are. Yeah. about it and I love you know that like, you know that you have something that's really personal to you that means something to you and that's that's the big thing because it's like because I'm not you know I'm not I don't know exactly what I want out of music um, I don't know if I want to quote unquote be on or whatever or yeah. be big or anything like that um, but I just I love it so much I just I really really love music and that's what she appreciates yeah and she because she understands as an artist that's dope. And so I, and, and she's and she's just a extremely high quality high quality individual. They're hard to find out here, man. They're very, it's very hard to find. I feel yeah. very, very, very blessed. That's dope, man. Very lucky. That's cool, bro. Yeah, one thing I was gonna ask you: growing up in Milwaukee, I mean, I don't know what neighborhood you grew up in, but I knew a couple homies that came up in Milwaukee, and yeah. they were like, "Yo, like it's real out there. It gets grimy uh -huh. out there." You know what uh, I mean? Similar to other my projects. Yeah, word, word, word. <laughs> I mean, you know, That's Midwest, Cuckoo we got cities right? like that. Cleveland. What, what is that? Cuckoo Cow from Milwaukee, right? Yeah, yeah. My projects. That's the Milwaukee. That was big record. I, I, that might have been before your time. It might have been. Heard, I just I'll never forget. They, they was repping Milwaukee real I've heard heavy. Heard that, and I've heard his name. Yeah, I, I just I never. It's probably the biggest. I mean, is there a bigger artist out of Milwaukee? No, no I don't no, think Cuckoo Cow was. Not yet. Taylor Air Nomad though. He's about to be. Yeah, there. exactly. But there, there, uh, there are some like some that. guys coming segue. out of Milwaukee. <laughs> yeah. There are some guys coming out of Milwaukee right now. I know probably the, like I know Ishdar. For sure. Okay. Um, he's got. He's he's been getting some buzz, and then Webster X. Okay. And uh, probably some other guy. Webster X knows a lot of guys from around here. Okay. Um, but uh, the, those two, those two for sure, and probably some other ones that yeah. that I don't know about because I haven't been there in a while. But so was coming up. Was it was it hard out there for you? Like was it was it grimy? Like what what was coming up out there like? We so my family we lived everywhere. So when I was young, my you know my family had its had its ups and downs as far as uh, uh, economic you know what I'm saying levels. So when my parent when I was first born till the time I was like six, we were uh, not poor poor, but we were you know we lived in this tiny house in like I call it the transitional area. So it's like you go out the back door, yeah, that, that's the hood back there. And then, like, you go four blocks that way, you're in the suburbs. And so it's kind of just kind of like this weird, weird area where it's like the housing is affordable and you can you can show there and, like, it's pretty low-key, just like if you stay where you are and stuff like that. And that's pretty much what we did. Yeah. Milwaukee's um, dope, though. It is dope. I went... The casino, was that a pop-up spot? There's this big... I went there for a Twins weekend. We okay. watched the Twins there's and Brewers. Potawatomi Casino yeah, That was huge. it. Huge. Crazy, crazy bro. Okay. Yeah, it's wild. Crazy. Wild. Yeah. And that's closer to like downtown. Not so, a blast there. I did a couple shows at the Rave out there. The Rave is dope. Yeah. The Rave is dope. Yeah. I took. I, I went to driving school right by the Rave. Driving school was crazy. It smells like it smelled like pee over there, bro. I'm not gonna lie. It smelled like <laughs> it smelled like urine. There's a lot of homeless people it over there. It smelled like urine. Um. Sometimes that the homeless areas, area. the homeless areas yeah. are, are urine infested. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. it's and it's close enough to downtown too, and so like and then all the major that's like on a on a street where like all the major bus lines go through there and stuff like that. So it's just everybody just kinda be over there. Yeah. Um but uh 
but yeah, so that's that's kind of like where we grew up. And then um, my parents both kind of started moving up in their careers, and uh, all of a sudden we moved to the suburbs. Yeah, and we went from like a, we went from a really diverse neighborhood yeah. um, that was actually like predominantly minorities. Then we went to an all white neighborhood, okay. and we're you know like in these in the places with these like bigger houses and stuff like that and, and what was going on with that is like that was the time when everybody was getting loans for houses that they couldn't actually afford right, right before everything like blew up yeah um and so we were that for a while and then they and then they was there any like was there racial tension when you guys moved in over there did you feel any of that or people were pretty cool i didn't notice because i i was just hanging with kids yeah. you know what i'm saying and kids were mm-hmm. cool yeah um yeah, kids got to be taught that yep right to be a piece of shit right and uh and I just don't think it was enough. It was enough minorities living in that specific area for like people to actually for it to actually be prevalent for people like hey you know what I'm saying telling their kids this or that. Yeah. Um, but kids were pretty cool. And then we moved from there to like uh, after like I said my parents split. So then we were just all over. We were in apartments that were like back in the city of Milwaukee, and then we were. And like apartments in you know the suburbs and and all over the place and then like we lived we definitely lived in the hood when I was like seventeen, um, for a stretch of time yeah. and yeah, it's there are so many sides to the city, and it's so segregated. There's just it's just pockets and neighborhoods of like you you know what I'm saying you're in the the super affluent, um, you know minority like maybe it's like you know. Eastern European neighborhood or whatever. Yeah. And then you're in like this really low income Hispanic neighborhood. And then there's, you know, the, you know, the low income black neighborhood. And then there's kind of like, there's the suburbs that are a little more diverse. And, and it's just all, it's just all kind of like in the same space. Yeah. And it's, and so you do kind of like got to be mindful of where you are and what's going on. Um, but and so we saw we saw different sides of it. I would say overall we were more in like either the quieter parts of the city. Yeah. If we were in the, in an urban area or just we were like more in the suburbs. Where? Um, and so I had you know I had friends in different parts of the city and I knew about you know different things that were going on. But like experience wise, you know what I'm saying I I didn't really come that close to like some of the the grimy the grimy stuff that yeah. was going on and like the lives of some of my friends that's right good now. man Stay it is good now and i'm thankful for it yeah yeah and it's a and it's a trip just like coming up as you know as as an african-american coming up as especially somebody in hip-hop yeah where it's like you see like how much people's living experiences their childhood experiences and the environment that they're around how it just kind of it shapes them absolutely and, and being you know being more from the suburbs sometimes it feels almost like almost like it's embarrassing almost it's like I'm not really um yeah almost almost like uh like I avoided you know what I'm saying just like the the rites of passage or whatever mm. do you feel any guilt about that like I don't feel guilt about it because you know what I'm saying my parents they worked really hard yeah I was gonna say you shouldn't feel guilty about that they were they worked really hard to uh to just put us, me and my two sisters, in a good situation. Yeah. Um, and they did. Their hard work paid off, you know what I'm saying? And uh, my mom definitely came from, like, a lower-income family. And my dad came from, like, like a decently middle-class family. But then, you know, he left the house. He was on his own. And then they were both low-income. And they, they, they worked for us. You know yeah, what I'm saying? And I'm, and I'm really appreciative of that. And I think that's... I mean, that's how you start building something that's generational. Right. You know what I'm saying? And they... Um, so they took it upon themselves to do that, and so, but it, but it's just like trying to understand, um, just kind of where you fit into the, uh, not, I guess where you fit into the community. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because you have, because I have had it better. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and a lot of my and some of my friends didn't. And it's just like I know number one, I need to be grateful for that. Yeah. Um, I can never take that for granted, um, because it's. I can just see like certain certain situations that we avoided, even though we had like our we had everybody has their fair share of stuff that goes on. Like sure. for us, it was in our family. Yeah. Um, we had all type of you know wild situations going on in our family that are still going on now. Um, but uh, just we were we were good at the end of the day. Yeah, 
And that I think that set me and my siblings up in a great way. You know what I'm saying? They're both in high school, okay. and I'm you know 22. They're still back in Milwaukee. Yeah. Okay. And I and I'm thankful for it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you got so much time left too. 22. So much still. time. Yeah. So much time. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You're good. You still have a good relationship with both your mom and your dad. Yeah. Okay. I, That's important too. I think. Um, you know, spending spending all your life in the same house, it can just kind of, you get blinded to how much your parents really do for you. True. So I left and I was like, damn, like, y'all the like, like y'all the greatest people ever. You know what I'm saying? Like y'all actually put up with, you know what I'm saying? Not that we, not that I was the worst kid, but I definitely had my times, mm -hmm. and you know, times when I was just ungrateful. Yeah. Yeah, just the things like cooked meals, dishes, yeah. laundry. Right, <laughs> you right. get to your own apartment, you're like, what the fuck? This yeah. pile of laundry? Not to mention rent. <laughs> rent, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. They got stuff going on, and they come to my games and all that stuff. And I'm just like, I, I just appreciate them so much now. Yeah, yeah. that's good. Man. Especially, like, now living on my own and understanding, like, you know, how to, like, what it actually takes to live on your own. And then I'm trying to imagine having kids and, like, yeah, they they went right. really hard. They did the damn thing. And, and sometimes as kids, we're rebels and want to be against our parents and stuff like that. And it's hard to realize. But as long as you get mature and you realize what they've done for you, and it seems like you've already realized a long time ago how important it is to your. Right, I'm I'm, I'm a mama's boy to death. That's what I mean. Me too. Man. And and my mom it's taught good. me a lot about about the quality of life and she would tell me things like you know don't listen to the history you learn in school that's not the truth and she taught she mm -hmm. set me up and then she would show me proof though in books and so she wouldn't just be telling me this shit she would actually have proof for me yeah. and and that 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 was a she lot no she is my <laughs> yeah. mom's a queen and, and she um you know we were raised next to a reservation my whole childhood up in the cabin so not the whole year but we had a cabin up north so i learned about native culture early okay. and my mom's big in the native yeah oh my mom we have a whole room in our house she has books and pictures and dream catchers and she would she she taught me about sitting ball and taught me about the, you know the everything as a kid so yeah. that's why i'm kind of deeply rooted in where i with shell and then and yeah. we'll explain that later this is his podcast but yeah what you're saying yeah parents were my parents were very important to me so it's good to hear that coming from you and being young some of these younger kids i had homies that would curse their parents out and shit and i'd be like what are you doing that for that's your mom that's bro crazy, yeah it that's is crazy, crazy. oh yeah. my god but you yeah. sound like you got a gray head on your shoulders and that yeah. has to do with you're yeah, you're very, yeah. Yo, for t I mean, for 22, I, I thought you were closer to 30 because you're maturity. Oh, you don't look like you're 30. Mm -mm. You look young, but like you present yourself the way you carry yourself. Very mature. Very seasoned. Very intelligent. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah I feel, like you're you feel like an old soul. You know what I mean? Like, that's good though. You know what I mean? You got so much more time. Oh yeah, you're, you're just like, getting started here, man. It's dope, man. A lot of time. You got a bright future, bro. That's really that's the most exciting thing to me is I just have a lot of time. Yeah, like, I can do, I can do anything. So what are you working on now? You got a new project you're working on, videos? So, yeah, I, this summer I put out a, a new song every week, new music video every week. I wanted nice. to, I just really wanted, I'm a perfectionist, naturally, yeah. I'm a perfectionist. And I was like, that's just killing, it's killing my creativity. You know what I'm saying? And it's stopping me from doing anything. You know? Once a week, putting a video out? So I'm just, yeah, so let yeah. me just like, I know every week I'm going to make a song, put it out, and I'm going to put a music video out. And, whether um, it's perfect or not, you can just get it out there. Whether it's perfect or not, yeah. and it was never perfect, yeah. ever. But people were rocking with it, though. People were rocking with it, and that was really cool. And um, just like, and it just gave me the freedom to just try more things. And so I put out, I ended up putting out like twelve songs. I have like thirty, yeah, or whatever more that I have, that I haven't put out yet. And the only reason for that is because uh, I'm in like I'm in a career transition right now that was unexpected. Um, and so I'm just I'm focusing my energy where I need to focus it right now. But yeah. But the, the more songs are, are coming and stuff like that. But I just I I love that, just putting stuff out, thinking thinking about it less. Yeah. And just you know what I'm saying. Um, well, not not underthinking, but not overthinking. Right. You know what I'm saying. And and I've uh, collaborated with a few with a few local artists. Uh, those you haven't heard yet, but I'm really excited for those just because it's because it's fun. Yes. You know what I'm saying? It's hard because I love creative control yeah. and I'm a micromanager. Um, but I was like, that's killing my creativity too. And it's just, and I'm. Once it's not fun. Yeah. I don't know. I've, I've been there. So. Yeah. I keep just, having fun if you can, man. That's right. The, that's the best advice I can give you. Yeah. And I'm like, that's not enjoy how I want to be. Yeah. I want to, I want to enjoy myself and I want to like, uh, I want to just bring other people into the mix, you know what I'm saying? And 
uh, just see what see what we can do together. Yeah, true. Right. And so I've, I've collaborated with a couple artists that who, I just, who have you worked with? Oh man, should I should I tell? Yeah, let us should get I the tell? exclusive. Let us get yeah. the excuse. The All right, hold on. Let me <laughs> let me lean in close to the microphone for this. Oh. Me and Student One got a, Ooh. we got some stuff okay. on the way. Me and Student One. Nice. Shout out to Student One, by the way. Um, that was one of the first, I met him at Shut Up and Rap. I met him at the second Shut Up and Rap. Yeah. And, you know, like, as an artist, you feel yourself, right? Uh -huh. like, you have a lot of confidence in yourself. And, like, sometimes I'm like, sometimes I'm in a mode where I'm like, dude, like, other people got their thing and that's cool, but, like, you know what I'm saying? No one's no one's really touching me in this and this and this or that right now. You know what I'm saying? I, I got that. When I met Student One and I saw him rap, I was like, damn, this thing might be better than me. He might he really might be just be better That's than dope. me. And there's nothing I can do about it. But um me and him got some stuff on the way. I I rock with him because as talented as he is as a rapper and as a lyricist, um, he really like I've heard, you know, some of his unreleased stuff and he's just he experiments. Yeah. And he's really creative. And he's just making stuff all the time. And I think he's uh, he's just not afraid to try stuff and uh, to experiment. And I really like that. And I really just like bringing his, his energy um, into what I'm doing. Really inspiring. And me and Destiny Roberts okay. have some stuff. Okay, that's dope. She's dope. And it was really cool because I we, we connected and um, I, I was a fan of, uh, of her music. And I didn't even really know for sure. Like with Student One, it was easy for me to see like, oh yeah, this is how we're gonna vibe on a track. That simple. And with her, I didn't really, I didn't really know how exactly we would. I just felt like she's really dope. She's really creative. She's unique. Um, let's just see, you know, let's just see what we can do. And so we connected on a couple of tracks, and I, I've listened to them like a hundred times. So we, a couple, not just one song. You yeah, got a few songs. We got a couple. Okay. We might have a couple more. Yeah. And like maybe just do a little a little EP together or something, man. We we might just have to because this because what she, man, like she, I love what she does. Yeah. And so you know I like she's she definitely has a style that she's created for herself a lane she's created for herself that's kind of like, you know it's this range of like spacey and um, stuff that's like ethereal and just different. And so I, I was bringing things to her that was like it's, this isn't that really. But I just feel like you could do something cool with this. She has a great singing voice. Yeah. She can rap. Yeah. Um, and she's just like, I feel like she has no limits. Like yeah. she just has no, no boundaries as far as like the the, the things that she can do with a song. And so it was just exciting. The stuff that she was sending back to me, I was like, wow, like this is not what I was expecting, and it's dope. Yeah. And it, and it just took me to a different place. Yeah. You know, when I was writing, and I just really appreciate that. Me and uh, me and Nerd D got some stuff okay. on the way. Yep. And uh, that's that's what I got so far. But it's gonna it's, it's gonna working continue. though. It yeah, sounds yeah. like you're working. So when when are we gonna get this music, man? It's it's coming. Here's what happened, man. So I was I had I had this new job. I, I had this new job. Um, they they really quote unquote they really wanted to, to bring me on and stuff like that. They really wanted to have me be a part. So it was it was working in a school. Uh -huh. I've been working in education for like five years. And Shout um, out to that. And we uh, need that. We do. That's a whole other conversation, but we do. Um I was really excited. They were really excited. I was well qualified for the position. I was doing it last year and, and all type of stuff. And uh so basically they they brought me in and you know for like a for like an on site interview and they showed me around, they introduced me to the people that I would be working with, showed me what I would be doing. Um and everybody was talking to me. Everybody seemed to like me and all that stuff, and it was all great. And then they were like, we'll get your information over to HR. They'll reach out to you on Wednesday. You should be able to come in on Wednesday. It was last Wednesday. And um, then on Wednesday, they were like, uh, yeah, we, uh, they, there's an email. This wasn't a phone call. It was an email. They were like, we decided to uh, to go with somebody else. So they replaced me on the day that I was supposed to go in. Damn. So, yeah, man, I was... Hey, I, everything happens for a reason, man. Yeah, that's what everybody. I, I told like five people what happened, and that's what everybody said. It's real though. And it is real. When one door closes, another one opens. You gonna see. And that's and that's how I feel. And so for the time being, um, I'm not like, I'm, I'm not in a desperate situation. I'm grateful for that. So I'm just like, let me just examine my options. Yeah. Um, and uh, I got you know I'm I'm doing a, I'm doing 
Uh, I'm focusing on a couple things. I don't want to talk about them too much right now until yeah. like I like to talk about things when they're really starting to come to fruition. For sure. So, but uh, but the music is gonna come when I'm when I got a good you know when I'm back in a good situation for myself. That's right. Yeah, you know, as far yeah. as all that stuff, I, priori- priorities are important. Uh, so. Makes sense. So we should uh, you got any top? Should we ask him about his top? Yeah. yeah. Off subject. So inspiration. You said earlier that Kanye and what he was doing early in your life was very inspirational but do you got like a top five or a top ten artist MCs, whatever it may be so no particular order Kanye West for sure um I like I like Legend. to say genius 2003 to 2010 Kanye West yeah um, I think that's all of our favorite Kanye right yeah right <laughs> it's the two Kanye eras or maybe more depending on how you look at it but um we both on it but yeah I think he's a really underrated rapper um like he can rap yo I was gonna say this I had this conversation with somebody a week or two ago about the Watch the Throne album and Jay-Z is like in my top five for sure yeah probably number he's number three actually I would say but I personally think like Kanye outrapped Jay on Watch the Throne and people were like what and I was like yo that's how I feel if you go yeah. bar for bar of that project I think Ye had better verses that's how I feel he had some great verses uh-huh. on all on all uh his first five projects even on when he said I'm a Chicago win <laughs> Chicago win until I blow like Chicago wind I was like okay yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah you're right he is an underrated rapper underrated, underrated rapper um, I think he's, you know he's just, he says stuff that's just like it's either dope or it's like profound and relatable sometimes too relatable though. or it's just ridiculous and it's funny yeah. um, even now he still has, he, you know he still has a lot of that but um we talked about that ridiculous stuff. Uh, what's the song on his last album it has the greatest hook in the intro the beautiful morning oh. but then the first line yeah bleach your asshole it's <laughs> like oh you ruined like almost the greatest song of your career it would have been the greatest song metro booming went god level on yes. that beat beautiful morning and you just disrespected metro like that and that's what i don't rock with. you disrespect metro right but um you know because you're kanye or whatever but anyway and then just the i produce um I, i've been making music i love i love chords and melodies and rhythms and um and I always have. And so what Kanye was doing, like, I was listening to it, especially be- that he was getting all this stuff from samples. I was, It just yeah. blew my mind. Yeah, me too. I was like, how are you? Because I would go back and listen to all the original songs. And I was like, how are you even finding this stuff? Right. How, did you how you freaked think- How did you? Yeah. 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 Or how did you think to put these things together? Um, and so that was that was so inspirational for me. Um, and then it's, after that, um, inspirations... Okay. I'm really inspired by Kendrick, not necessarily like because I want to be like him, but I I love the fact because I I was put onto him fairly early. Yeah. Um. So it was before Section 80, and I was listening to him, and I was like, this dude is like the dopest rapper. Yeah. Of he's the dopest rapper that I'm listening to currently. Yeah. But he's so he's so different and experimental and weird sometimes. I was like, I really want him to be huge but i don't know if like that's gonna happen and then just to watch him progress yeah section 80 he was he was getting a big buzz but now he's after section 80 was he's what was good kid bad city good kid bad city was that was that right after section 80 that was it yeah good kid bad city man hallelujah hallelujah that shit was crazy and then he's on top of the world and then to pimp a butterfly yeah and that's that's changed his whole sound such a dope album oh my god and then damn and now he's just king of the world so right um, that's King Kendrick now. Yeah, I'm inspired by his creativity and yeah. just him being willing to push boundaries. And like, I remember like those early, you know, some of the earlier mixtapes where I first started listening to him. I was like, this dude can like outbar anybody, period, if yeah. he wants to. And then just hearing like, you know, on Damn, like he he definitely has some songs where he's rap rapping. Yeah, but he's singing too. Yeah, you know, I like, like his me- melodic voice yeah. or whatever when he gets yeah. to singing. That's just so hard, bro. Yeah. He's just—he wants to make great music. It's yeah. not like, like he kind of, like he kind of is the best, if not one of the, you know, no, one of the best. Is. However you, however you want to see it, but like, he just wants to make great music. I think currently Kendrick is the best musician and lyricist yeah. out of the hip hop culture right now. Yeah. That love you or love. What's the name of that song? Love, love. you. Yep. That yeah. shit is a game changer. That changed my whole perception on music. Like, the video, the visual behind it, the 
chorus, the bridge, the cadence, the flow, everything about that song is like A1 to me. Yeah. It's like an R&B hit record, a rap hit record, soul. It's like a Bible. That's like church, bro. That yeah. love. That's, that shit. I mean, I liked Kendrick before that, but that was the... I felt, I don't feel like he's topped, like he's not at his pinnacle yet, but that's... he's Which is king, crazy. You know what I mean? I, he's on some king shit. That record right there showed me, like you said, it's more than just lyricists. He's, he's an actual great writer uh a great poet and that that song would change my whole perception on music man last year it was crazy yeah i'm sorry i got kind of deep on that one yeah <laughs> and i think it's a big record though yeah and i think like the next artist just to con like the next artist who really inspires me is drake because i just love it like drake really understands how to make people move how to make songs that stick in your mind yeah. and he's just had hits forever yeah it's like you know non-stop since Not, he started yeah and I love that, but I think with Kendrick, just the thing that I appreciate the uniqueness, right? And just being able to have, um, like the fact that King Kunta was on the radio, right? And that song, and that song is dope, and you can still put it on and people go crazy, yeah. or you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I like, get so many requests for that song, man. King Kunta, all the time, still to this day. Like that song on that subject, in the context of that album, or you know, just like other songs from there that, you know, well, he if he definitely played, pushes boundaries. Yeah, and he knows he can. Yeah, yeah, like, and he makes he makes hit records just in a unique way. Totally, out of yeah. things that you're like, and you can tell it's his creative process. They're not like telling him, "Oh, you got to go this route. You got to do this." They're kind of letting yeah. him be free, even though he's under such a big umbrella with Aftermath and Interscope and whatever yeah. TDE. But they, they still, man, free reign. Right. You can't put an artist like that in a box, though. You really can't. No, that'd be t t terrible to take away from his creativity and his process and shit. Yeah. Yeah. I would love to just like be a fly on the wall in the studio. He reminds me of Outkast as one. Like if Big Boy and Andre were one <laughs> person. That, but... That's dope. You know what I mean? He does because yeah. he got that pimp player flow that he can do, but then he's got this outer space yeah. element about him that's just beyond, like you said, light years of anyone else, lyrically and mentally. And yeah. He's, Kendrick, he's you touched special. a string with me. I like Kendrick a lot. He's yeah. my favorite new era artist. He is special. He's special. He's dope. Love him. Love Drake. Um, so you said Kanye, Kendrick, Drake, Drake. Yep. Which are all fucking dope creatives. Tierra Whack. Tierra Whack. Man, I might. I might just put her at the number one spot right now. Just cause. I, just cause I'm obsessed with her right now. I don't know if you guys listen to Tierra Whack at all. No. Put me on. She. She's a weirdo, and she's really dope. She's a rapper. She's a singer. Uh, From she, Philly. Okay. Okay. And she can. Really, and she can really rap. Okay. Um, and uh, and she's kind of like like where Kendrick is in his current phase. Of just like obviously, like clearly he can rap, clearly he has talent, but he's just doing whatever he wants. She's like that at the beginning. Okay. Like okay. in kind of the more of the beginning stage. Like she's really just doing whatever. Well, check she her wants. out. She's not trying to prove anything to anybody. It seems like she's just doing what she loves. She's so in she, her bag, huh? She's in her bag, one hundred percent. So she just put out an album. It was fifteen one minute songs. So it was a fifteen minute album. Okay. And she's got that's kind of like she's got like she's got trap records on there. She's she's just rapping and it's hard. She's got like more like boom bap type of stuff on there. She's got the beautiful melodic Tierra Wack. Tierra Wack. W H A C K. Okay. Wack. That's her actual last name too, which is funny because she's I mean, it's ironic. She's far she's, from Wack. She's far from Wack. Yeah. <laughs> um, but she's she's on the come up right now. It's really dope to watch. That's dope to hear. That's I like dope. it. I don't. It's hard for me to get put on new shit. I yeah. usually am up on it, but I've never even heard the name. I'm telling you. And I'm into Philly rap, too, but maybe she's just, you know, like Little Uzi Vert, uh, big Beanie Siegel fan, big Gilly the King fan. Um, I love uh, Philadelphia rap is dope. Yeah. You a Meek fan? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I don't think that L, I don't think he took that bad of L with the Drake situation. I think he, he did. actually Makes kind of mad. progressed from it. Yeah. He didn't. Like, Back to Back is a dope song. <laughs> like, as far as the disc record Grammy. goes. Like, Grammy nominated, right? Grammy yeah, back to was back it? was a Grammy. I'll, I'll Google it to make sure, but 100%. Charged Up was a better disc record than back to back, but back to back was like a better overall song, in my opinion. But it wasn't that big of a hell. Anyway. I think people were just, because Meek's from battle rapping, you know, so people were just expecting him to like tear Drake apart. Yeah. He just didn't do that, you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's not like it was like a career ending move or anything like that. 
nominated for Best Rap Performance in the 58th Grammy Awards. There you go. That's, that's kind of a diss in itself. <laughs> that's crazy. But it's good that they just, they, uh, you know, settled their, their differences, you know. That yeah, it is. Drake brought them out. It was dope to see. Yeah. So hopefully we'll get some more music from those guys, man. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Another off the, uh, oh, wait, we didn't get done. He gave us four, right? Four. Who's the fifth? Wait, After before Tierra. that, how did you discover Tierra Way? Um, she had a song called Mumbo Jumbo, and the video went kind of viral. Okay. Um, so is she popping though right now? Are we like missing on this? Is it something that we should be up on, or is she real underground still? People are catching the wave. Okay, People so we're, really but we'll still be because I caught the wave of Anderson Pack early, and now I feel he's he's out of here. He just did the album with Dre. He did the whole and Q-Tip. That's gonna be crazy. We'll get into that, but that's a whole different. I love his music. He's one of my favorite too. He's him and Kendrick. He's one of my favorites too. So um, who's, who's your fifth then? My fifth is Chance the Rapper. Okay, um, he picked a lot of like. Artistic artist though, and I'm, and I'm gonna throw in I'm gonna throw in Childish Gambino as well. Yeah, he's dope, but man. Chance the Rapper. Um, when I when I first heard Acid Rap, I couldn't stop listening. To right. It. Like I heard one song and I was like, I have to hear what else this is. This right. Is the, this is weird and it's fun and it's beautiful and it's energetic and it's talent and man. it's dope. Yeah. And uh, I just love that because he just what he what he presented with that project and coloring book is a masterpiece but with acid rap like it was it was just undeniable like you had to listen to it it was interesting yeah it was unique it was different yeah and so and what I, he's doing now too he's since then he's fucking and he's grown so much he just boom, through the through the roof yeah also another just another artist not afraid to just be himself yeah you know, make the music he wants to make um, and that's what Child is too with Donald Glover and then what he's doing with TV and movies is, yeah. is unbelievable he's transcended music yeah. He's just, yeah taking it to a whole nother level Don, Donald is the definition of just unafraid yeah, he has no boundaries you know what's dope his top five are all fucking amazing and not one of them are in my top five isn't that crazy how everyone cool, so right? much like yeah. last week we had Prof in here and he asked me my top five after he did his and I said Pimp C I always got a UGK shirt or yep. something and he was like that must be remember he said something like oh that must be Something like it wasn't official, and I had to explain like, no, 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 this was culture to me, bro. I grew up on UGK, yeah. like that was no. He's in my top five, not no trend type shit. Like literally, lyrically, production wise, passion, wrote all the hooks, sang everything. Like what he did, people didn't know because he didn't go out and say, oh, I do this. He right. was so on the ground. He was a mad introvert. He didn't want to do the song with Jay Z. He didn't want to do the mm. song with Outkast. Mm. But Bun B had to pressure him to do it, and it was happy afterwards because obviously Big Pimpin'. Yeah. With Jay Z and then international players anthem greatest, with Outkast, like greatest song of all time. right? But um, it's crazy to hear that from different artists. Yeah, and I want to throw some out here before I forget. Yesterday, I'm a huge sports fan. Sports influenced me into music. I write a lot about sports. Um, Tiger Woods, y'all, yeah. won the uh, uh, another tournament yesterday. It's first in like seven years. Seven yeah, years, he won his 80th tournament, and they say it might be the greatest sports comeback story in the history of sports because you know he had the situation yeah, yeah. with his baby's mom and all that crazy yeah. shit then his dad dying his back he had a fuse like his shoulder blade to his mm. shoulder and he's been going through the worst shit i mean he's been playing golf since he was a teenager since he was a baby but to have him dominate like he did yesterday and to watch the come up like the last five tournaments he's been third place yeah. fourth place second place second place fourth place and then to win yesterday did you guys didn't catch that yesterday at all i saw i saw, I saw, I saw like that he was doing that he was doing well in the tournament while it was going on. I right. Didn't, I didn't see the to final see result. when he hit the final shot and the whole crowd rushed the green and followed him up to the uh, amazing dude. I got look at I get goosebumps right now <laughs> thinking about it and what he did for that sport you know and for him to be African American and Asian ascent I think that was huge for yeah. community and where we're at right now in the in world golf, in golf too and where we're at like tr Donald Trump's bitch ass as I was talking about his golf courses and where we're at in golf I think that's a statement for where we can go now in in in, in yeah. like history and just that was just big to me and i wanted to just get your guys's opinion on if it affected you as much as me i'm not a huge <laughs> golf dude but to see that man and for our for what's going on in our world right now man that was beautiful that's major man shout out it to was. tiger man tiger woods y'all maybe tiger he'll get his video game back there nah. you go. <laughs> and then from to segue from tiger woods um also sneakers man yeah. Now you don't have to be a sneaker, but what's your favorite go-to? Like even if it's a house shoe, if it's a moccasin, if it's a Timberland, like what's your joint? Like Dude. if you had a choice, you got I, the ones. On. I cannot have enough ones. See, okay. I like I that. I'm an Air Max head. Yeah, I I tried to be a sneakerhead, and then I realized like, all right, this this goes pretty deep. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't like, I don't like shoes that much, but um, but I love ones. 
they're, just, they're fresh, man. There's something special to me about you can have this. It's the same exact design for 40 years. Right. And it's still cool. Yeah. yeah. And um, these are actually painted. The paint is coming off now. But Oh, those uh, are custom. Yeah. Who did those? I did them. You did them nice. I just, like, I had spare time. I was like, let me try this. I knew somebody who custom who, yeah. uh, custom painted shoes. I was like, let me just try it. That's right. Um, I, I learned everything I did wrong from it. But, uh, yeah. But I, on these. And that's a crazy wave. Custom is kind of the wave right now. One of ones, you know. Yeah. yeah. I just got a pair done a couple years ago when Prince died. I got some white Air Max ones, or white Air Max 95s, all the way purple rained. So to the point where he took this tag here and got me a new tag with a, it says purple rain in the font. For real? Yeah, they're crazy. I'll show them to you when we get out of the pockets. I got a picture of them, but Dope. I just gave him a new pair of shoes. I'm getting a pair of Minnesota Wild ones done. Dude's uh, Minneapolis Custom. Shout out to him. Yeah, that's what's up. Yeah, we have a question from Haley on Instagram. She says, what motivates you? What motivates? What motivates me? Um, to do what? I guess is the question, but what motivates me in general? Um, I'm at a point in my life where, like like we said earlier, I'm just young. Yeah. Mm. I'm just young. And I'm like... With an old soul, though. Yeah. A couple of years ago, I was definitely in a place where I was like, I need to have everything figured out by 25 and blah, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then, um, I don't know, I just started like reading more, listening more. And... Uh, just like, I don't know, taking notes from successful people. Yep. And people who people who have the success that I want to have, where they're doing cool things. Yep. And they're enjoying their lives, and they're making, they're just doing something good for the world. Right. Yep. And a lot of those people have stories about, like, when I was 30, I lost everything, or I didn't, you know, I was broke, and I was sleeping on somebody's couch or whatever. But I just, you know, I did the things that um, I didn't just try to go... Um, figure everything out right away. I did the things that I was passionate about that, you know, made sense for me and worked hard on them. Or, or you know, I worked smart with them and because uh, I saw, you know, the potential or whatever. And so I just feel like being 22, this is the time for me to try things. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And, try you know, make sure... That. Yeah, make sure that, like, that I'm taken care of, you know what I'm saying, as far as money goes and whatever. But, yeah. And the money will come, man. Money you comes. Time on your side. Money does come. Time is more valuable than money. It's like, yo, valuable. I'll ask you right now. Yeah. Would you rather be 22 and in your financial... Not to say, like, you're starving or whatever, but would you rather be... You're not a millionaire, a billionaire. Would you rather be 22 right now or would you rather be an 82-year-old billionaire? Right. I would rather be 22. Be 22. Exactly. Because right. you can always get the money. You can't get the time back. Exactly. Uh -uh. So and you, I don't need... Like, I know I know my expenses. Yeah. And I know, like, the way I want to live. I don't need very much money. I would like to make $52,000 a year yeah. to live the way that I want to live. You know what I'm saying? That's you can get that. You yeah, you can that. easily. Um, you can get that. But I, I mean, that's the way that like I want to live. You know, a little bit down the road. It's like I'll, you know, have a nicer apartment one day, a little bit. Um, you know, get a new car. But for right now, like I'm good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, I, and I'm enjoying being 22. Yeah. And, and keep enjoying it. Don't move too fast, bro. I'm gonna tell you that much. Yeah. Every so single like, day. Everybody says. Yeah. Enjoy every day of your your youth, cause. It's it's definitely it's definitely like you said you can do so much right now at your age. Yeah, right. The things I'm trying to get better at now are you know trying to like even though I'm an introvert I'm trying to get better at talking to people. You know what I'm saying and like. I know, couldn't like, tell from this interview. You're you're pretty open and. Yeah. I we've had we've had some that. nervous artists in here before. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I yeah I'm working on it. Um, and one thing you said that before I forget too when you said you know how you had that mindset before I gotta have everything figured out by 25. I, f I was that way too, but then someone told me one day, like, just if you do one thing a day positive towards your goal, just one, you can do 10 some days, you can do 25 some days, you can do three, but if you do one thing a day that is positive towards your ultimate goal, then you, you accomplish something, you know, don't put that pressure on yourself. OG told me. And, it, and OG told me, yeah. No, really, that is something. And, then, really and I took that and then tried to get, like, even if some days I get overwhelmed with texts and phone calls. And I'm just have to tell myself, just call each of these person one yeah. after another and get it over with. Yeah. yeah. Just do it, cause then that stress and that anxiety will be gone. Yeah. Just do mm -hmm. it. Like the other day, I had like seven people. You were hitting me. Someone else. I'm not. And I'm like, ah, what do I do? Yeah. Call these motherfuckers. Get the one, two, three. Boom. It's over with. But yeah, I think one thing a day positive towards your towards your towards your goal is is definitely progress. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And like, there's some. I mean, there's so much to life. Like. 
I think I think you should have money. You should be able to take care of yourself. I think that's definitely something that you should be striving for in life. But there's that's like one of the of the things. Yeah. And there's so much more. And it's like true. You know, I I I think the biggest um, the biggest things that have just been a benefit to me or like brought me joy in life or you know what I'm saying like just helped me in some way is the opportunities that I've got from just knowing people, meeting people, mm-hmm. talking to people, being good to people. And I think that's that's where to put where you know I'm, I'm trying to put equally as much energy and you know yeah figuring out what I like in life figuring out what I do what I'm good at um, and follow your gut instincts yeah a lot another thing we talk about on on the podcast a lot is leaps of faith and and just you coming to Minnesota alone was a leap of faith yeah. leap of faith though you know even though you didn't come musically you came here for a change of scenery and a change of lifestyle yeah and look at where you you how you progressed since you've been here. I mean, we've had people tell stories about they got in their car with $200 and drove to L.A. and slept in the car. Remember, LeBron was saying that. Yeah. Jimmy, two times, same thing. Yep. People jump in the car and go, jump on the plane and go with no people there. I just flew to Philly because I had this idea, or I flew to New York or Cali or whatever. Leaps of faith, gut instinct. There's a few. I, I didn't follow my gut, and then seen later I should have, and then now for now on I do. My, my conscience tells me what's right every time. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's real. But you did though. But just by coming here from from Cleveland, like you said, with not really knowing too many people, and just wanted to change the scenery to see the you know, and and not knowing the music was so prevalent here, and and the the community was so deep. But look at where you, what what you've worked yourself into now, man. That's just dope. It's, it's a good it's story, cool. yep. for real. It's yep. real cool. Yeah, we also had another question off Instagram that said, "What's your next move?" Well, we kind of talked about that, like what you have planned, Putting music collaborating out. with some new artists yeah. and stuff like that. So we look forward to that, man. Yeah. One thing I was gonna ask you: How did you get the name Tay the Air Nomad? It's oh, a very unique ah, name. Yes. No one's ever asked me that. That's cool. I can't believe nobody's. No ever one's asked ever that. asked me that. They're like, "Oh, that's interesting," but they never asked me about it. Um, so there's a, there was this uh, this cartoon that I watched when I was like in middle school. It's called Avatar: The Last Airbender. Yeah, I remember Avatar. Yeah. yeah, and so there's like a people group um, in that show, and they're called you know Air Nomads. And they, uh, I, I would say, I would say if you don't if you don't know what that show is, all right, fine. So they they uh, they're just like monks basically. Okay. You know they everybody else is doing their thing and like you know creating kind of civilization, and they just they know what's good for them. Yeah. And they have a little community, yeah. and they, you know, they they're just kind of separated, and they're just cool. They're just chilling. I like that. Yeah. And I like, and I like, I felt like that was cool. Um, it applied musically in a cool way. Definitely individuality. Individuality. Yeah. And uh, and I think that's a it's a it, it, it's a larger concept too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just you see you see what everybody else is doing, um, but take a step take a step back, yeah. you know, observe it, think about it. Figure out what you, figure out what you need for you. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And, and uh, so I just so I rock with the air nomad. So I'm an air I'm an air nomad. Yeah. There it is. Yeah, hundred percent. There it is. That's dope. Yeah. That's dope. Well, yo, Tay, man, appreciate you stopping by. Your story is very inspirational. Yeah, man. And your yo, your future's bright, man. Just keep you. working, keep I look forward to seeing. Thank seeing, you so seeing much for movies. having me, man. Episode fifty-one, hey, we're honored, man. We're honored to have you here, in bro. The books. For real. In the books, man. All right, we out, man. We peace. out. Peace. Peace.